Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Exploring Horror. I'm Dean. And Anissa. So, this week, we got two mind-bending... Oh, nice. Uh, ...reality-altering horror <laughs> well films. Well done. <laughs> Uh, so this is our first double feature that we've done for a while. We're going to try this out for a little while. Yeah. Because since we're um, ditching Friday 13th to the curb. Yeah. Because it sucked. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of burnt out from horror TV Dean, shows. I decided I'm going to watch the second season. Are you really? And I'm going to talk about it now. No, Are you? Not really. You've got to tell us about it when but you I start do, watching I, it. Like now that we're talking about it, I do remember that I did want to get the second season and watch it just for kicks. Yeah, I want to hear about it. I just don't <laughs> want to watch it. That sounds like so insincere. No, I do want to hear about it. I just don't want to see it. <laughs> like, hey, Dean, guess what? Jack died. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So to, today we so have... So our two films are... 1408 mm-hmm. from 2007 and oculus from 2013 yep so um i guess to kick things off let's start with 1408 okay um so this is a fairly well-known movie i guess for anyone who's been watching movies in the last decade or so yeah um and the reason that we chose like because we try to stay away from well-known movies mm. but it just fits so well with the other film, like as a double feature, yeah. it worked really well. Like, uh, it's all right. Let's yeah, do exactly. it. Yeah, um, exactly. But just quickly, have you read the book that's based on? It's a short story. Well, it's story. not a book. Yeah, a short story. Yeah. And it's similar, different? Um, I mean, in like in almost every case of uh, a, you know, a story, like, you know, a short story or, a, or any book, you know, really that gets adapted to a movie, the short story is so much better. Like, it, I, yeah. I loved the short story so much. But the movie's good, though. The short story, I remember, freaked me out. Like, wow. it really like really disturbed me, unsettled me. Okay. So when they announced they're making a movie, I was really excited for it. Yeah. So I've never really loved the movie that much because it just never came close to capturing the feeling of the book. Okay. Because the um, short story is just... So how is it different, like, the, the big, like... The bigger things, the bigger themes. Or it's rather. been so long since I read it. I just okay. remember how I felt after Is reading it. Is it still like in the hotel and he's yeah. still... Very similar, but... um, He still lost a daughter. He still tries to contact his wife. I can't even remember that stuff. I imagine it's in there. There was so. Did you really read this? I'm making all this up, okay? <laughs> no, I, that's, I don't remember that. the finer stuff. There are little like lines and hints to things from the book I remember. Okay. But um, in the book, you really feel like you're reading this guy go insane. Like, you, like, yeah. like it's, you know, inside his head. I feel like Stephen King mind. does that really well. He did it. It's, I remember that's yeah. one thing I was so effective about it. And that's why yeah. it was unnerving. Like, this guy walks in just going, ah, this is stupid. Yeah. By the end of the book, it's like he's he's just destroyed. And yeah. He's basically, the hotel room basically almost like turns into hell around him. Like, it's just, right. I remember just being so intense and vivid. So do you feel like the movie doesn't do... Um, a good job with that. Doesn't do a bad job, but okay. I, I don't. But not as good I don't as think the it story. captures the magic of the story from memory. It's been yeah. years anyway, so I'd have to go back and read it at some point. I feel like John Cusack is pretty good. A pretty good pick for this. Yeah, he does that kind of kind of go crazy kind of character pretty well. Yeah, you know that nutty kind of like I'm going crazy and I'm laughing at the same time kind of. It's yeah. a little bit like it's kind of his signature thing. Like, I think he's good in the movie. Actually, yeah, I think he's really a good, good pick for the main character. I kind of watch him in anything, though. I really like yeah, John Cusack. I don't mind him as well. But he does tend to sort of be the same character in every movie a little bit. I guess so. Like, I was watching this and I just... It was funny because I kept thinking of him in High Fidelity. High Fidelity is one of my favorite yeah. movies. And I just kept thinking of, like, Rob Gordon and, like, all the things that he was saying. It was like, this is so Rob Gordon. 
Um, so and then like That's yeah, so Rob Gordon. Yeah, yeah, the Rob Gordon. Um, but he he just he's kind of the same character in every movie, but oh. it still works. No, I think he's really good in it. Yeah, he does. I guess portray you know him going insane pretty well by yeah. the end of the film. You know, and he seems like he's all grieving over his dead daughter, right. and you know, you can kind of believe into his character, yeah. buy into it. And I think you also have to be a certain kind of actor to be able to carry a movie pretty much by yourself. Yeah, it's like only him for three quarters of it. Yeah, most at least. of it. Yeah, like Sam Jackson is in it a bit, and his wife, who's the char- like the actress's name, I don't know, but they're only in it for like five ten minutes. Yeah, and it's mostly just him and. He's like he's watchable. Yeah. Um, what do you think of the build up to him entering the room? Is like that's great. Yeah. I feel like the movie builds it up so well, <clears throat> and the sort of the reveal of things, like the as things slowly start to happen, it's yeah. really good. But there's a point where it just kind of everything just happens so quickly yeah. and so much happens all at once. That's where I think it fails a bit. Yeah, I think so as well. So the last third or so. The build-up is so, so yeah, well done. So it really on. builds suspense. Yeah. Before he even sets foot in the room, you're like, man, this is intense. When yeah. Sam Jackson's showing him all the murder, like yeah, all the photos, yeah. like all the documents and stuff yeah. like that, telling him every like the history of the room, like all the horrible things that have happened yeah. to there. Like it just builds his this like sense of dread before anything right. has even happened yet. Right. I love that. It's, yep. done, it's done so really well. Good. And that's one thing I remember from the short story. The short story does really, really well is it builds this sense of, you know, doom before anything happens. You're like, oh man, mm. something horrible is going to happen. You just don't know what. Yeah. I think it does an awesome job. And I think Sam Jackson does, you know, yeah, he yeah. has got a major part in it, but he right. plays his part pretty well while he's in it. Um, it was funny seeing him with hair though. <laughs> yeah. Nothing related to anything, but I was like, hey, Sam Jackson, he looks strange with hair. Yeah, and not spouting Tarantino <laughs> yeah. dialogue. He's, he's not like, saying, he's very like, sensible. motherfucker yeah. every two words. <laughs> he's like, I advise you not to go in this room. It's like, yeah, he's very kind of like sophisticated and stuff like that. Mm. Um, so it's nice. It's nice to see him in a different role, actually. Yeah, it's good. Because he also tends to kind of be himself. He gets typecast, I guess, yeah. a little bit. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, the, the one bit that was kind of funny was when he shows up inside the minibar fridge. That was weird. That was it, kind of strange. Like, was it meant to be funny, do you think? I think so. I mm. think some bits of him... What was his character's name? Uh, let me see. God. It I'm so was. unprepared. Let me tell you off the top of my <laughs> head because I know what it is. Oh, shit. What's his name? I don't have it written down anywhere because it's just him. Doesn't matter. John Cusack. Anyway, we sorry, know guys. His name. Mike Enslin. There you go. His name is his Gerald. Mike. Well, Samuel no, Jackson is Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> Gerald... Olin? Yeah. Um, I feel like because it is, I don't know, because I don't know what the book was like or the short story, but I feel like because John Cusack, that's kind of his thing. Like when he goes crazy, it's kind of a bit funny and sort of um, not so. Um, he's like even in the movie, some things were made to be funny as well. Like yeah. that little, what do you reckon like? Which bits? Well, like that bit, like when you have like the tiny Sam Jackson in the fridge. I don't like that scene at all. <laughs> and sort of. Um, I feel like there were maybe like one or two other things where it was like things that are kind of this is absurd, mm. not like this is scary yeah. kind of thing. It's kind of weird though. Yeah. Um, I feel like the ending is just troubled. Let's not skip to the ending quite yet. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I don't mean I don't mean just that. I mean also all the alternate alternate endings. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. but um, I just love so much the beginning 
when like when he's in the room i mean when things very slowly start to go the minor things wrong. like i'm totally on board with when he's like hmm this is weird and he kind yeah. of thinks it's it's uh sam jackson almost playing like a prank on yeah, him like there's someone like, there's a plant yeah. in there like yeah. moving things around in the apartment while he's not looking or yeah. the hotel room sorry and that's really cool that's effective because you're like oh i know there's something up but he doesn't know there's something up and i like All that right. segment of the film as well I think it's actually the scariest part of the movie before it anything is, actually happens because sure. you're like, just get out of there. Yeah, so that's yeah, the yeah. only time like you're like, man, just get out of yeah. there before things start happening. Yep. That's the most tense I feel like the movie actually gets. Mm. Um, the the best part is obviously when the radio clock comes on. Yeah. With oh, the carpenter's song. Yeah, yeah. Like we've only just begun. Yeah, that's cool. That is just, I don't know, that's just one of my favorite things in like – in a, from a lot of movies in general, mm. just that bit sort of like, it really does come out of nowhere, the this, this song suddenly coming on. And even now when I watch it, and I know it's coming, it came, gave me a little <laughs> bit of a jump. Um, and then there was one of the things that made me kind of scream a little bit was, you know, the part where he's looking across, like he's looking out the window across to another building and mm. there's some guy in the dark and he's kind yeah. of getting his attention and then finally he sees that it's him. Mm. He grabs the lamp and he sees that it's him reflected back at him somehow. Yeah. And then in the reflection, oh no, in the person across the way from him, yeah. there's someone from behind him like about Some to attack him. Some slasher dude or whatever. And no, it's a chick. It's a woman. It's a lady. Oh, is it? Yeah. He, it, there's a slasher dude at some point though. Is there? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it's a lady in this one. At least I think it was a lady. And he kind of goes, look out. And then he turns around. Mm. And then that made me almost scream. And she's like running around the room chasing him. Yeah. Whereas some of the other ghosts in the room, like the lady who jumps out the window mm. and the man who jumps out the window. They look lame. They look, they look, that's weird. They look like 50s. They chose kind of the TV. wrong effects to use on those ghosts, I think. It's very strange. I don't understand the reasoning behind using that kind of effect. They look like. They look like What's flickering the TVs yeah. or something like old school TV, yeah. old, like old, old timey kind of, TVs. Yeah, exactly. It's very strange, and, and they, it's different from that ghost lady that attacks him. And they don't look scary. They just look no, a bit. Don't. I don't know. They just uh, look almost comical in a way. Like, not comical. It makes you just, feel sorry for. It looks them. cartoonish. That's what it is. Yeah. It just, it just doesn't. Like, eh. It doesn't feel scary. Hmm. Whereas the clock, so the, like the radio turning on by itself, that was scary. The chocolates appearing on the pillow. The cho- spooky chocolates. <laughs> spooky chocolates. What about the guy in the air vents? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that was scary. I think that's easily the scariest actual sequence in the film. Yeah, that was scary. But I don't know who that guy is. I guess he's one of the victims. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe he was another victim who tried to get out through the vents and got yeah. stuck up there. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. That's probably the best sequence. But um, it was pretty creepy. I think it's the best sequence because I, I don't know. It actually feels like something's after yeah, him for yeah. once in the film. It's just like, oh man, he has to get away from this thing. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of the rest of the film actually just feels like psychological scares, but then. Yeah. Not actually, it's not actually really that scary, right? I guess. You, it's, there's no sense of urgency. Yeah. Whereas like when any, something's chasing you, you really feel like, okay, let's get going. Mm, um, kind of, yeah. Mm. The one thing that I wanted, that I sort of noticed as I was watching this, which made me really like the movie more, was the fact that it's the room itself that's yep. evil. Because usually with um, things like this, movies like this, you know, if it's based on a haunted house or a haunted whatever, it's usually because there is a ghost haunting that place. Or it's built on ancient Indian burial right, yeah. ground. Or <laughs> that that old chestnut. 
Yeah. It's always built Classic. on some ancient burial ground. Um, but it's always like something is haunting the place. Mm. And then once you get rid of that ghost or you, you know, um, what's the word? Um, solve their yeah, issue, their mm. problem, whatever, then it's fine. Yeah. Whereas this is the room itself is making people go crazy and the room itself is evil. And I think that's interesting because you don't see that very often. Yeah. You don't see a place being evil or haunted just because it's the place. Yeah, especially just one room in yeah. the whole entire building, right. which is interesting. Um, and I and when I realized that, I thought that's a really interesting idea and it's a really cool idea. Hmm. And it made me think, like, why isn't this done more often? Yeah. Is there anything you can think of that's like that? Like, um, oh, off the top of my head, I'm not sure. I'm sure there are examples. I guess so. Of just like, do you mean like the house is haunted itself? Yeah, like sort of something like that. Like it's just the uh, house is the house is evil. Mm, can't think of the top of my it's head. It's always good. Well, actually, what about the Amateurville Horror? Was that because it was haunted by something? It was like... I can't remember now. It's been... Uh, You've so watched way watched too many movies, that's why. And they're all like one. merging into one. Yeah, exactly. The Haunting. I can't remember the original one, if that's the house the or it's just the spirits. Yeah. Which one's that? Is it 1958? Is it off the top of my head? Okay. It sounds familiar. Yeah. Is that the one that was remade with Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah. Uh, no, that one's The House on Haunted Hill. Okay. Movies need to come up with different titles, man. <laughs> they need to be like more creative with their titles yeah. so you don't get them all mixed up. Uh, um, Haunting's 1963. Okay. Yeah, I can't remember. It's just the house or not. Anyway. Yeah. There's the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. The first episode is just the house, <laughs> and it turns oh, in, it goes wow. <laughs> it turns in, like destroys itself to escape them. Um, but yeah. So, but this reminded me. Oh no, you're right. It was Catherine Zeta Jones in the in the, in the, the haunting remake. Yeah, I yeah. thought so. I think like I think I saw bits of that, but I never saw the actual yeah. whole thing. Um, but. 1408 reminded me of something in Indonesia. I just wanted to impart a little bit of local local urban legends slash okay. um, haunting stories. But in Indonesia, um, which is where I sort of grew up a little bit, um, in on the island of Java, in central Java, there's a city called Yogyakarta. Mm-hmm. And um, the South, um, like the South Sea, I think it's called the South Sea, there is the queen of the sea. Okay. Her name is Nirorokido. Mm-hmm. And she um, actually has her own um, rooms in the hotels that are along that beach. What? So the people who build hotels there, they put aside one room just for her. Mm-hmm. No one's ever allowed to stay in That's that room. So it's kind of similar to this. No one's ever allowed to stay in that room. Um, apparently, Nirorokido's favorite color is green. So everything in the room is green mm-hmm. for her. And that gets cleaned like regularly and they sort of look after the room, but no one's ever allowed to stay in there. Do the people actually believe in this? They do believe it. That's interesting. Indonesians are very superstitious, so they do believe that kind of stuff. That's cool. And, but yeah, I'd be curious to see like sort of what, what the room looks like inside. That's kind of ripe for a movie as well. I know, it is right. Like, I feel like there probably isn't a really shitty Indonesian movie about this because Indonesian (laughs) movies are almost always (laughs) shitty apart from The Raid. Um, but yeah, it just reminded me of that. And it's like, well, kind of stories like this in real life exist. Yeah. So it's not that far removed that like this kind of story got made. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Anyway. So do you think that the, the whole kind of storyline of him having the daughter that died 
and the ex-wife, do you think that adds or subtracts from the story? Mm, I don't care about his ex-wife, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. So you do care about the daughter that died? There is the only, one of the only, I don't know, the only, one of the <laughs> so few effective moments, I guess, is at the end. Mm. I kind of hate this moment, but I also like it. I, I don't know. How so, does that even make I don't know. Sense? I, I just, because I don't like kids in movies. <laughs> and so, like, at the end of the movie, when he's like, the ghost of his dead daughter turns yep. up. I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be corny. It looks, right, I know. It looks really mean. cheesy and yeah. corny when she actually shows up in the room. Yeah, room, not when he's having flashbacks. No, yeah. at the very end when she turns up and he like embraces her. He's like, oh, I'm yeah. so happy. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And like, I'm like, oh, this is cheesy. But then she yeah. crumbles into like burnt bones, and yeah. he's like, "No!" Yeah. I think that bit's pretty effective. And then that really makes him just like snap. Yeah. When he goes crazy, yeah. And he's like, wants to kill the room, basically. Yeah. yeah. No, I get that. It's just it felt like sometimes I know like a character has to have his demons, like his own personal demons, and it sort of gives him the backstory and all that kind of stuff. <coughs> Um, but sometimes it felt a little bit like, oh man, I don't want to go back to these flashbacks again. Yeah, it, it kind of felt like they just had to pad out this movie I or something. So. That's why I was curious when I asked you mm. at the beginning about the short story if it had those bits I in it. I don't remember. I, I I don't remember him like them coming into it like right. that. If they are in it, maybe they're just partly mentioned in passing. I feel like that makes more sense. I don't remember. And then the they just fleshed anyway. it out for the movie. Because hmm. yeah, the the ex wife sort of him like contacting her on Skype or whatever. Yeah. Then the then the house possesses his Skype account. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean the, the yeah, hotel well, room. Whatever it was. Yeah. Like oh no, it cyber was, ghost. <laughs> yeah, and turned into a different movie kind yeah. of, and it was just a bit. What nah. do you think about when he like, the room fills up with water or whatever, it's and then it cuts back to him being like oh. That was all just a dream when I fell off my surfboard in the ocean. Then it has like a 10 minute stretch of him living his life outside so of the hotel room. Right, yeah. It's it's very tricky. It's very like sneaky because mm. you do feel like that was the end. Mm. Like when you're watching it for the first time, you think, oh, it was all a dream. What, what are a those cop out endings? That been. Yeah, what a cop out, exactly. Um, and then it turns out he's back in the room and it's only been an hour mm. or whatever because there was the countdown, mm. right? Um, I don't know. I feel like maybe if uh, I don't know if I like it or not. I feel I'm like kind it actually like, goes too long. That's that's yeah. just what I was gonna say. I feel like if it was shorter, it would be better mm. because it doesn't feel like such an ending. Because the ending, well, it's not the ending, but that scene goes on for quite a bit. You know, he's like it's the surfing thing. He's mm -hmm. in the hospital, and then his ex-wife comes. His dad and, and he's yeah, he sees his dad, and he goes home, and he what else happens? He goes to the post office, yeah. and there's a lot happening. I feel like the reveal is really cheesy as well. Which reveal? When he's at the post office, oh, and, and they then they're all like, breaking, like tearing it construction down. time yeah. or whatever, and weird. then they all like break down the walls, and he's like, oh, I'm in the hotel still. Yeah, <laughs> um, but hang on, I'm just trying to think of the all the alternate endings. Because are we skipping to the ending? Um, only because it's related to this. Just quickly, was there one of? Because there's like about twelve different endings what? that they shot. No, really? not that many. <laughs> okay. but like there were a few. Was there one of the endings where that was the ending? No way. That would not have ended the movie there. Like where it was, it was all just a dream no. kind of thing. No, I don't think so. Okay, because I because I did read up on this after watching it, but I can't really remember. I think I think there were four endings. Well, for uh, the only ones I know of are the theatrical ending and yeah. the director's cut ending. Right. And lol, I know I can't remember the theatrical cut ending because it's been so long. So I watched the director's cut. Did That's you? That's right. I meant to ask you. So which version did you watch? Director's, the director's cut. cut. And which ending is that? 
Well, my the one I watched, he um, burns down the apartment, mm, hotel so, room. I keep calling it an apartment, the hotel <laughs> room, and he burns alive in the in the hotel room as well. Like he dies in it. Yep, that's the and one. So the that ending I saw. is like at his funeral, and um, Samuel Jackson yep, turns up and tries to give the wife the tape recorder and all that. Yeah, and then when he's in the car and he sees Mike Enslin in his back seat. For yeah, yeah, that's it. That's the one I saw. Which, is a bit, which doesn't like make any sense either. No. <laughs> But, but then um, he listens to the tape and mm. then he hears the daughter's yeah. voice on there. Yeah. Um, because I remember at one point watching this on DVD um, and it was some DVD. That's what we were. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was obtained from somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it was a different ending. And I remember watching it with my sister and we were kind of going, wait, what? Why is this? ending like this and was then, it did he survive in that one or? yeah he survived that's the theatrical cut i think from what i understand i haven't seen the theatrical cut for a long time but yeah all i know is apparently that one he survives or at least it like it's, I, well, it's yeah, implied yeah. that he survives it is because we watched it and basically what happens is he survives the fire in the hotel room he goes back to um la or wherever he's from and he's got all his stuff with him and he listens back to his recordings mm. and he hears his own That sounds daughter. familiar, actually. Yeah. I think I remember, I remember that one now. Um, so there's that one. And then there's another and then there's another one similar to that. Um, anyway, I can't remember all the endings. Pretty crazy how many endings there mm. were. And it was something to do with test audiences. Yeah. Which. Do you like the theatrical ending better or the director's cut one better um i actually don't mind either of them like i don't I, really care I, yeah that's what i mean <laughs> like it's him dying is fine because it's like you know he, he sacrificed himself right and he, took fought, down the evil he fought the room and sort of tried to defeat him whatever else and then but then sam jackson has the recording and then oh it all happened you yeah. can hear him on the recording are we supposed to doubt that it happened <laughs> I think so. Really? I think you can doubt it. You can still just think he was just going crazy and he burnt no the way. room down. Not for the whole movie. Just like went to a hotel and went. Rah! And also <laughs> just, went mad. just the fact that the the daughter is on the recording, mm. like that, is something separate from mm. the room being evil. Yeah. Thing. Um, I don't know. Mm. So, yeah. By the way, when I was watching this, um. Which scene was it? Hang on. That's right. It was just the second time when the radio clock started up. Yeah. And something happened to my laptop. Like <laughs> it it literally like the, the laptop froze. Yeah. And it started doing things by itself. Like did I you? can't I can't remember what it did. Like I think my I don't oh, I can't remember what happened. Maybe like some programs closed and or it like Oh, that's right. Now I remember my laptop sort of shut down by yeah. itself, but then started up again by itself. And like, I know things like this happen with computers all the time, but the timing of it was really that's crazy awesome. because it literally the radio clock had gone off and I was like, Ooh, there it goes again. And then my laptop just dies. <laughs> and I was watching with my boyfriend. I was like, dun, dun, dun. yeah, exactly. I was like, Oh my God, the ghost is here. Yeah. My room is evil. <laughs> my laptop is possessed. <laughs> um, just like in the movie. Yep, exactly. Luckily, it's just my laptop and not the whole room. Yeah. Um. So did you, does it still hold up? Did you like it? I never loved it. Really? <laughs> Even when I saw the movies, I, I remember going like, eh, it's okay. Okay, I really I liked it. I feel like they go for too many like big scares and like kind of special effects type stuff. The only thing that I had a problem with is those kind of 
disaster movie elements. Yeah, like that's the floods but and that's, the fires. That feels like a, such a large aspect of all the yeah, scares. Yeah, of and the a, ending. Yeah, you're right. You know, if, when the room starts flooding and like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. It's like the ghosts aren't scary. Then there's like all these big moments like that. And they just, it just isn't very scary. But I find like subtle stuff a lot scarier. And it, it doesn't feel like any of the scares are clever or like, I don't know, like very well constructed. Yeah. I mean, I don't dislike it at all. Okay. I just think um, it's just not that scary. And I, I think, okay, you know what? I, I think it's like tries to go for like psychological angle more yeah, and try yeah. to be psychological horror. Yeah. I think the problem is it, like it's all about like in the mind of the main character. Mm. I feel like you almost can't relate to what he's going through in a way. Okay. And like I just can't Do really you, feel because, like getting to it. Because the, the issues he's dealing with are so personal to I guess him. So. Like the death of yeah. his daughter. Do you okay. feel like that a little bit? Um, Not really. I feel more like. Uh, it would have been better if the effects at the end weren't quite so grandiose. Like, like when he's in the, the whole dilapidated. The, yeah, like it just seems uh, very. I felt like more of those psychological tricks would have been better, mm. like the clock going on and the yeah him calling housekeeping or the front desk and sort of having strange conversations. Those, those things little, were more effective. The little moments are the best moments in yeah. the movie, but there's and you don't not need all the effects. Yeah, exactly. Whereas. I don't know, just having the flood come out of the painting or whatever. And yeah, I didn't like that. There was like, like the bit with the the room next door and the crying baby. Mm. You that I sort of paid off, did it? It never. They, yeah, they never explained what that was all about. Mm. And I, and it feels like that was a missed opportunity. Mm. That could have been something exciting. And yeah, I feel like there could have been so many more of those little things that they mm. put in instead of that big crazy ending. Yeah. I think so as well. I can understand him going crazy and burning the room down. Yeah, That's I mean, fine. that makes sense. In, in but like, all the effects before that. And like the window getting bricked over. And yeah. All those weird things like that. Hmm. I don't know. But I still liked it. Yeah. I don't dislike it. Yeah. I just don't love it. <laughs> I'd still, I wouldn't give a bad you yeah, know, yeah. review or a bad rating or anything yeah. like that. I still say, you know, it's decent. Decent yeah, yeah. haunted, haunting movie. Yeah. It's a, like it's a, yeah, it's a decent horror movie <laughs> and it's. It's crowd-pleasing. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's hmm. a good way to describe it. It's mm. crowd-pleasing, um, except for the ending. Yeah. And I think the ending, maybe because it was so problematic, mm. is why it had all the alternates. But um, what are you going to give it? I'll give it three. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's, it's decent. It's like yeah, an yeah. average, decent horror movie. Yeah. It's better than a lot we've seen, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so as well. Um, all right, cool. So, but just quickly... Do you so you don't ever doubt that he went through all these things? You no, don't ever I, doubt I don't. I was... don't even feel like there's any reason to doubt that he went through all that stuff. Yeah, I feel like the movie's just you know he's in the haunted hotel room. That's yep. it. There's no, am I crazy or am I you know or am I sane? I don't know yeah, what's going yeah. on. Do you think it might have also been a bit better if there was a bit more like doubt put into it? Like, no. Nah. You think it's better that it was yeah. obviously haunted? I, I find that kind evil. of stuff frustrating, to be honest. When it's doubtful. Yeah, like, is this real? When Actually, it's like, you know what? It can work. I take that back. But in this movie, I, I just well, wanted to see. For example, this isn't horror, but like Inception, it's hmm. very ambiguous. You don't ever know. Do you mean the which, ending? Yeah. Or? But that's you the don't ending, know. I guess. Mm. But at the ending, he, he still went through all this stuff. The ending is just, is he still in the dream or is he out of it? That's the only, like, this yeah. is still like, if he, you know. That's true. Yeah. They got to the end of the film and he was like, hmm, was that real? Yeah, I'd yeah. I'd be like, shut well, up. Yeah, so <laughs> if we had watched that other version, which has that ending where mm. he gets out and he listens to the tape recorder and stuff, mm. that would be more frustrating. Mm. 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 Okay. 
Yeah. Right, that's fair enough. Decent movie. So in general, though, do you like movies that sort of distort reality like this? What's an example? Um, well, like Inception, I guess, where you don't really know if that is what is actually happening. Well, again, I think with Inception, it's just the ending. I can't think of any other moment in the movie that's really like... Um, that. Well, that was just one example. I'm trying to think of another movie where it, where you have that kind of problem where it's like characters are going through something and then something sort of negates that and then you don't know which version is true. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm. I think there's a like there's a term for this in in narratives which is something like a an unreliable mm. narrator where you don't know you if know, the narrator is telling you the truth or if they even know what the truth is. I don't know why it's the first one I thought of. Yeah. I know you hate this movie oh, as well. Oh, okay. And I love this movie. Right. Lovely Molly. Do you remember that movie? Yeah, I did hate that movie. I really, really dig that movie. I think it's actually genuinely creepy. Where she has sex with a horse. Well, that's, did she? Ghost horse. Well, kind of, I don't know. I actually um, have blocked a lot of that movie. I think it's awesome. I, I think it had good scenes or good moments, but as a whole, I hated it. That's a movie where it's you, there are moments in it where you're like, well, you know, to give an idea what the movie's about, this yep. girl's just being yes, tell everyone supposedly haunted by some sort of demonic entity, I guess. Yep. And you go do it, and she's just slowly unraveling, going crazier and crazier. Yeah. And so you kind of like follow it, see it from this perspective of this girl's sister, I think, from memory. Mm-hmm. And you're just kind of wondering if she really is going crazier, if there is like this demonic creature that's doing these horrible things to her. Right. And I think that movie did it pretty well because you actually feel kind of sad for this girl's breakdown. You're like, oh, is she going crazier? Is like a yeah. demon, you know, responsible for it? Um. Yeah, know. that's true. I yeah. I don't know. I'm just trying to remember sort of. From what I remember, I think I liked it up to a certain point and then yeah. something happens and it made me... I think it's the part where she has sex with the horse. That the bit is horse. very weird. That's the only thing that's For anyone who hasn't it. seen this, which is probably a lot but of But you people. don't see any... You don't, you don't see you anything. Don't. You true. I'm, I'm probably... It's also not a horse. It's not a, it's not a horse. <laughs> I'm doing one of those, like, you know, like yeah. splice with yeah. the... Having sex with a kangaroo. Yeah, I'm just generalizing. Um, but... Anyway, one of the other movies that I was thinking of was Existence, which isn't horror like Inception. It's not horror, but it's, what would you call it, I guess, thriller or sci-fi or something. Mm. But that's another thing where you don't ever know which part is really happening and which part is just in their minds. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's been a long time since I've seen that. That was a cool movie from memory. I loved it. That Like, at one point, that was one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that was David Cronenberg. Yeah, I know. And um, I've seen a few Cronenberg movies and I don't, I'm not really into his whole, what did you call it? Body body horror. Body horror thing. But you egg- love his Friday 13th episode. <laughs> that was shit. No, <laughs> it was good. No, it wasn't shit, shit, but it, it wasn't one of my favorites. But Existence, I I absolutely loved because it was it was such an interesting idea. Yeah. And, and yeah, you're sort of always guessing like which part is really happening hmm. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I like those stories. I think they're pretty cool. Cool. Uh, on that note. On that note, there's another one. Move on which to is, another. Yeah, our second part of the double feature. Alter. Alter. What did I say? Reality. Uh, reality <laughs> altering. <laughs> it's hard to say. Um, reality altering horror reality film. Reality altering. Yes. That's what um, you did say that. So next up, we got Oculus from 2013. Directed by Mike Flanagan. Wait, who directed 1408? We didn't say that before. Some Swedish guy. Oh, my God. Oh, that's... Mikael Hofstrom or something? Was oh, that his name? No. Yeah, we'll figure that out later. Uh, <laughs> That's too far gone. <laughs> okay. Um, 
uh, Oculus. Why don't you tell us what Oculus is about? Dan? It's about a spooky haunted mirror. Um, okay, so it's about a brother and sister trying to destroy a evil mirror yep. that basically, I guess, ruined their lives. Yeah. In a sense, the the brother went to a mental asylum for murdering his father, which yep. you don't really know why. Mm-hmm. And all you know is their parents are dead. Like he. Right. Obviously killed his father and something happened to the mother that was right. horrible. Right. And that's um, all you know. And and so the mirror in this instance is like the room in 1408. Yeah. It so is. It, it is the thing that makes you question reality mm. and, and which what is real. Am I like imagining this or... Although I think it actually does that... I think it does a better job of doing it in this film. Than 1408. Yeah. yeah. Because this was surprisingly solid. Mm-hmm. I was like genuinely scared at some points. I actually screamed three times. I counted because the first time I screamed was towards the beginning when, um, when you because this was like right at the beginning when they're little kids, like literally the opening scene. Oh, um, the woman. They're running the, around the, the house, eyes. and then there's the woman. Like you don't you don't expect scary things to be happening that hmm. far in the movie, like literally a minute in or whatever. Yeah. And that made me scream, and then. The second time that made me scream was when the sister, what was her name, Kaylee. Yeah. She has she one of her dreams. She she dreams she was in front of the mirror and she turns around and her dad's there or something. Yeah. And then uh, some other part made me. But I was like, wow, this actually like because sometimes you know how I like cover my eyes in yeah. scary bits. This actually like made me scream and I had to like cover my eyes mm-hmm. a few times. It was pretty creepy. Yeah. Those re- ghosts are pretty creepy. They're cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember watching this the first time and I, I don't know, just I, I didn't feel like this movie got much coverage at all. And yeah. so when I watched it, I'm like, I can't believe like not more people have seen this because yeah, it's so I feel well that written. Way. It is very... It's well made for being a low budget film. Do you think it's because it's just doesn't really have anyone in it? I guess so. There's no like big there's stars. There's no big names. And then the story, I guess, isn't so super crazy that it would get hmm. such like... It's hard to pitch, Big I guess, attention. you know, oh, it's a spooky mirror. And yeah. People are like, oh, and you're like, yeah, but it controls your mind. Right. Like, well, how does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. You just got to watch it. Um, yeah, no, this one, this one was really, it was, it was really effective. And one of the cool things I liked about it was, I don't know, you could look at it as being cool. You could also look at it as being mm-hmm. kind of hokey is the use of the cameras to see what is actually happening. I love that. I thought it was cool, but I can see how it could also then, if you really picked it apart, you could find flaws. Do you either. mean the like how the girl she sets up the two cameras to like the all the cameras in the room yeah. to like film the the mirror? Yeah, yeah. Um, but then sort of like because I'm thinking like I liked that aspect of it, but we're jumping ahead as usual. But um, can't you then argue that the mirror is making her? Um, see something that she's not seeing on the screen. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Do, do, did you see what the difference is? I know what you mean now, yeah. Yeah, so, like, because... Uh, I always do this, but anyway, towards the end when she kills her fiancé. Yeah. And she... Because it's happened a few times where she's done things and she thinks it's something horrible, but then she realizes it wasn't like yeah. when she eats the apple. Yeah. Then, oh, it turned out, turns out it's a light bulb. Mm. Oh, no, it's just actually an apple yeah. anyway. It's kind of like one of those things where she thinks, oh, my God, I killed my fiancé. Oh, no, it's probably the mirror making me imagine things. And then she uses her phone to video I, it. Yeah. And then it is actually yeah. her fiancé. So why can't it just be the room making her think she's videoing? 
as is the case where the brother, what's his name, Timothy, goes outside and he mm. calls the cops or something. Mm -hmm. He comes back in and then he goes, okay, I called them. And she goes, no, 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 you were sitting in the corner all this yeah, time. Yeah, I love that moment. It is cool, yeah. but then it feels like those two logics clash. Which logic with the phone? The logic of using um, like technology to make you realize that it's actually true and not imaginary. But in that case, he wasn't doing anything using technology, really. He was using the phone. But that's, he was still in the house. Like, they, they, I guess the mirror was controlling him, like, what, where he was, like, where that, he was yeah, going. Yeah, that's what I mean. I don't understand the difference between how can the mirror make make him think he's, do, like, doing a phone call as a, like, why can't the mirror then also make you think you're seeing something on a monitor? I just feel like it doesn't have rules, but I, which I like. <laughs> but I think that's the perfect thing about this movie. Like, why does it have to be, like... It, some things work this way sometimes, yeah. other times they work this way. I think I it's feel... just, like, it's cool that... There's no way to detect like really properly what you're seeing is real okay. and what you're seeing is fake. Yeah, I get that. But the thing is, that is one of the rules that is supposedly like it is a rule that mm. is irrefutable where she's always relying on looking at things through the monitor and playback. Yeah. Playing back her videos. But how did she know? She, but she never knew she was right. I guess this is like she was just doing everything she can. Like she was... You know, she was trying to record. That's what she's yeah. doing. She's trying she to record trying it. To record. So she, later on she can be like, hey guys, look, yeah, this yeah. mirror is evil like yeah. i guess how does she know that she's always seeing reality through the monitors there's, there's she never goes this is 100 percent accurate i think she does though i think but like that she, is how what... would she know like she's never she's only experienced the mirror like once ever when, when she, was she was a kid, a kid. and so I this know. is the second time so exactly how does she know that she can rely on what she's seeing on the monitor i guess she's just trying to like do everything she can but she thinks she's in control but she's not which i guess is what happens at the end you know as the movie yeah, goes yeah. on she just loses control i don't know i still feel like the there are some rules that they are saying okay this rule is a hard and fast rule mm. and for example that whole kind of if we tape it with the video camera we can see what actually happened and all that kind of stuff and i feel like that clashes with some other aspects like using the telephone to make phone calls mm. and knowing that some are fake and some are real that kind of stuff yeah i don't know but it's it's kind of a good indication that we're like talking about yeah. it like and arguing about it. The more I actually think about it, I like <laughs> I like the idea that it actually what's what it kind of is that she's just losing control. Like she really is when you meet her, she's so confident. She's just yeah. like you know, the, the mirror is like this. She's in control. She's yeah. and she's got these alarms, alarms everything set. And, like yeah, as the movie cool. goes on, like every single thing, every single idea and like piece of security she planned yeah. for herself just falls apart. Yeah, By the end, she's just she's just got nothing, and she's just like doesn't even know where she is. Basically, it's pretty crazy how she. Anyway, I love that actually. Thinking back on it, especially there's such like a gradual process of everything's falling yeah. apart. Um, it's it's sort of so. How do you think the mirror? Like, do you think it? makes you go crazy or do you think it just like provides hallucinations and then those make you go crazy or it's hard to say because it makes it in the flashbacks and it definitely makes it look like it controls the dad at least it does make it and seem like the mirror somehow controls you mm. but then um like so because the dad he goes he kind of get affects affected first mm, this is the and flashback he, when they're kids yeah yeah and he sort of does all these weird things the mum gets affected yeah she almost just goes mad like she goes insane she goes yeah she yeah. goes crazy but the kids don't get affected the same way they don't get affected no. where they're trying to kill each other really they they are just getting affected in they don't know what is real and what is yeah but maybe that was like the mirror's grand plan if it has one is yeah. that it's just 
the kids are the victims. It's using the two parents just to destroy the kids, like as if it's some sort of game or something. Because you know what the, what the mirror's yeah. motives, if it has motives, if right, it's even right. alive, whatever it is. Yeah. It's it's interesting, yeah, because this is another thing where it's the object itself. It's a cursed antique, dude. It is. Hey. This could be Friday 13th. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think this would wipe this, out everyone on Friday 13th. <laughs> this is like our like homage to yeah. Friday 13th episode. Do you think Do you think Mickey and um what, Mickey and, and Ryan Mickey and Ryan would survive the haunted mirror? Um, well, they are the protagonists, so they will. But I don't think that realistically, they probably wouldn't. They would not. I feel like most anybody would get defeated by the mirror because it is playing with your sense yeah. of reality. That's the coolest thing. That's that's what makes this movie so unsettling. I think, yeah. well, like moments of it, at least anyway. It is very unsettling. I don't think there's anything think scarier it. than like you're not actually having Being control aware. over yeah. your own thoughts and your own actions. Yeah. And then there's this, there's that moment early on where um they're talking apparently like it's when the brother is like doubting you know the whole the haunted mirror like the mirror being like you know evil and haunted yeah. and causing all these things yeah and they're having this big argument back and forward and then uh, suddenly yeah. look over and the cameras yeah. they're facing each she other go, she goes back into yeah. the room yeah and she's like i knew it she's yeah. like i told you and they watch back the footage and they never left the room and yeah. they're just like turning like moving all the they cameras out of the way all this stuff and they didn't even remember that doing is it. That so was effective because really cool it's something so fucked up about like just thinking you did all this stuff you're yeah. 100% confident you did this or like you yeah. know, had this conversation and did all these things then you like watch footage back of yourself and it's completely different like yeah. you that's so I don't know un- yeah, like unsettling yeah. in a way it is very I feel like this is a very maybe interesting um like I don't know if parallel is the right word but to like mental problems hmm. oh yeah because when it's like certain mental problems like certain issues mental issues where you sort of you you think that what you're seeing is real mm. but it's not because it's just in your mind yeah but you you feel like so certain like mm. schizophrenia for example like there is a person sitting in front of me talking to me but yeah. no one else can see this person yeah. and i'm just hallucinating this person that seems like it's a 3d human being yeah that is pretty crazy. Yeah, I think that's that's probably one of the scariest things in life. Like, yeah, just the possibility of your mind betraying you like that. And, yeah. Oh, that is kind of scary. And I think this movie like capitalizes <laughs> on that really well. Uh, did you like the characters of the kids? I do. I think they're both cool. I yeah. I, I think that the girl is really cool. Yeah. I really like her. Um, at first, like I mean their older selves especially yeah. that's me specifically yeah. yeah 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 the kids like when they're they fine. were kids they were fine by the way they look nothing like them though yeah the redhead girls just like we found a girl with red hair yeah exactly that looks like, like you now oh look you both have red hair that's good yeah enough. this is you <laughs> um but i think the the brother i kind of i wasn't really sold on him i didn't like, mind the older him. version at the beginning he just seemed very bleh. he's very mellow just because yeah. he's like oh Maybe i don't believe in this up. yeah from being in the in the mental hospital, um, but, but he does grow on me. I love he gets better. Just like fourteen oh eight has a scene with uh, Sam Jackson presenting the case of the room, saying yeah. all the horrible things that happen. Yep. This has the scene where the girl is presenting everything yeah. that the mirror is like responsible for. That was pretty cool. That, she is so good in that scene. I yep. just love that. I don't know something about the way she's just like I don't know. Just like has, like, very such passion. Yeah, mm. and she's like this happened. Bam, bam, yeah, yeah. bam, and like. And the brother still doesn't believe it. And then the alarms are going off, and she's just going about like just like she's like micromanaging all these little things at yeah, one time, yeah. and it's so cool. And you're like, this chick is cool, man. So yeah, she's she's pretty cool. What I I didn't really understand because when they were kids, um, the brother gets taken, Timothy gets taken away because he killed the dad. Yeah. And he goes to the mental mental hospital, 
she goes through the foster system. But then somehow when she's older, she I guess she's made this her life's work mm. to sort of work in an industry where she could yeah. track down this mirror, I guess, because mm. she works at the auction house, right? Yeah. And she's somehow like super rich as well. Is she? I don't know. I feel like that's kind of implied. Like, I don't think she's super rich. She like never does the, anything with money. I guess so. But she has all this stuff. What stuff? Maybe not super rich. But but that might be all her money put into <laughs> yeah, that. She maybe. might have nothing else. <laughs> maybe she doesn't. Um, I don't know. Because there's the one bit when they meet for the first time and she gives him money or something. Mm. And like, that's your part of the whatever, state yeah. or something. Mm. What do you think about the dog? Wait, which one? The, the French dog. bulldog? The dog that, that like she was going to sacrifice to the mirror. I, I love French bulldogs. I know, that's what I and mean. And I was just I like, remember, no. Because when I saw like, hey, that's Dean's favorite <laughs> like, dog. leave it alone. <laughs> He's just going to sacrifice he got away. it at the altar. Yeah, he got away. I'm glad. <laughs> um, do you think, like, you know how at the end when, you, when the dad is killed and he falls yeah. against the mirror and he cracks it? Mm. Do you think that has any significance upon anything? Because you know how they're trying to attack it? I guess they're just... Sh- I feel I'm like sh- there's something there that like either either we missed or whatever. Uh, I mean, I'm, there's probably... I don't know if he's trying to go for some sort of underlying symbolism or something. Not, not really symbolism, but more like the fact that... I don't know. Because the kids were trying to break it so many times and they never succeeded. Mm. Like they were actually literally banging on it, but it turns out they were banging on the sides on the wall yeah the sides of the mirror it's a pretty cool moment. but then this sort of happens where the the dad just falls back and he falls against the mirror and he cracks i it. guess they're showing it is breakable, breakable in the end of the day yeah it's a really cool moment early on as well when the brother's like i'm just gonna smash the mirror now yeah, that's i what love I mean. that moment and then he ends up just like talking himself out of it yeah and she's like, the mirror just disarmed you. Like, yeah. you didn't, you know, like it just didn't do anything. But you know, yeah. now you're going to smash it. It's such a cool moment. I love that. I wish we could have seen a scene where they tried to break it. Mm. I don't know. But I guess that was it. Like, they yeah, just can't I guess so. just mentally stops them somehow. And the, the mirror itself never really does anything menacing. I love that. That's why it's so cool. That's what it's I just, mean. It just sits it's, there. It's different in that way. It's very... Oh, so... It, so unexpected. The first time I saw this, I just did not expect the movie yeah. to be like that, I guess. What do you think about all the ghosts? They're cool. They look cool. They don't really do anything either. Which no, they, just, they don't they do They stand anything. around looking spooky. Yeah, they do with their, like, blue eyes. So they're all, I guess, supposed to be victims of the mirror yeah. somehow. Yeah. But do you think they are all trying to scare the new victims or are they trying to help them? It's hard to it's say. It's never really clear. They're just kind of there. Because at the end, I mean, jumping to the end, yeah. the girl dies. Yeah. When the brother's being taken off, like, to be put back in the mental asylum or whatever, yeah. she looks, like, all sad at the window. Yeah. Yeah. And there's the one bit where there. Kaylee, I think, was it Kaylee? She's, like, sort of sitting in front of the mirror crying. Was it Kaylee? Mm. Anyway, but she's, like, sort of, like, in a um, – and all the ghosts come at her. Is it when was she's, it Kaylee? like – I think it was Kaylee. Who's Kaylee? The sister. <laughs> oh, Kaylee, yeah. Um, is that when she's a little kid, do you mean? Yeah, and like she's sort of like cowering on the floor, and then all these ghosts come at, come at her. Mm. And I can't tell, are they coming at her to try and do something to her? Because they all kind of look menacing. Mm, they do look spooky. But they never really do anything menacing. Mm. So I don't, I, don't, I don't get what the ghosts are there for apart from just scaring people. Mm. Yeah. Um, it almost seems like a sequel to like flesh things out a little bit further. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the, the kids' characters 
I think were pretty cool as well because unlike a lot of movies, mm. they were like actively trying to do things. Yeah. Like especially the older sister, she was like, when they're in the bathroom, okay, when we get out of the, like when we when I open the door, run. Mm. Like she, they're all very active in like trying to do things. Like she goes outside and she goes to the neighbor, yeah. tells the neighbor, but then the neighbor believes the dad. Yeah. And there's all these things that they are really trying yeah. to sort of defeat the mirror. Well, she is. The yeah. brother's not doing much. Yeah, he's. I guess he's only little. But um, it's different from a lot of movies where, you know, kids, if not adults, just do really stupid things. Yeah, definitely. But then when they're adults, they, like, Kaylee, again, is doing things mm. to actively try and... Yeah, exactly. ...kill the mirror mm. sort of thing. Or maybe not even kill, but just prove that it was the mirror that yeah, did it, exactly. actually. So, hmm... Uh, do you what do you think of the moment when she like thinks she's biting into the light globe yeah that like already that's one of the best moments once she put the apple down and the camera cuts, on the... yeah cuts to the apple next to the light bulb i was like oh no she's gonna pick it up and bite into it and it was so uh what's the word uh, there's a word in indonesian which means that feeling that you get like when nails run across mm. a blackboard that yeah. kind of like yeah and yeah. I was thinking that it's like, oh, I can just imagine this so the glass in my mouth. Oh, Part wow. of me almost wishes it wasn't just a hallucination because it's you such wish an it really happened. I know, I don't know. It's just such an effective, like messed up moment. It just is like, very but then it's just like, oh, it's just fake. Don't yeah. worry, guys. It's like the mirror is just like playing with them or something. It is just playing being, with yeah. them, and you never know how many times it's going to do that. Yeah. Because it's kind of does it like sometimes it only does it once, but sometimes it changes the reality mm. like two or three times. Yeah. It got a bit confusing towards the end, not confusing enough to sort of make make me not be able to follow it, but all the back and forth. My biggest complaint about this movie is like the last half an hour. I just, yeah. you know what? I love all the stuff in the present yeah. so much. Yeah. So when the last half an hour turns into them basically hallucinating their youth from back when like yeah. all the stuff happened. Feeling the like they were going through what happened when they yeah, were Yeah, it's yeah. just all flashbacks, but yeah. they're they're kind of reenacting all these old memories yeah. with, like in the same yeah. house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kinda like it kinda it's kind of a bummer in a way, just because mm-hmm. I mean that that story is interesting seeing their past. It is interesting, but I don't know if it's effective done that mm. way. Just the present is so much more intense and yeah. so much scarier. Like seeing I don't know, it's just something about that setup about them wanting to destroy the mirror. And they're just like playing with their heads. They don't yeah. know whether they're still inside the house or not at one point. Yeah. I love all that stuff. I and understand, I think, why the director or whatever did it. It's because I guess they're trying to sort of make you feel like like what they're going through. Mm. Sort of the whole kind of not knowing which am I back when I was a kid or am I now when I'm yeah, an adult, that exactly. kind of thing. But I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm a bit torn. It's kind of a cool thing, but it just maybe it's not done neat mm. enough. Mm. But it sometimes feels a bit messy, and it's like, wait, where are we again? Yeah. Is this is this them reenacting their childhood or just I remembering? Almost, <clears throat> or I almost just wish their flashback stuff was um, wrapped up a bit quicker. Yeah. Just had you know a definite conclusion yeah, at the end yeah. or something. Just yeah. sit in the present, just because the present stuff was so cool. Yeah. It's really like unsettling and scary and intense. Hmm. Um, so cool though. Do you think the dad had an affair with one of the ghosts? Is I that think what it was it just was? meant to be just it was like not an know. affair, affair, but that's what he was imagining. I don't think so. I, I, that's hard to say. Wasn't I don't there know. a bit when she thought she saw her dad through the window and then he was? There I just with thought it chick. was like the ghost lady kind of like manipulating his mind or something, being yeah, like maybe kill your family or something. <laughs> I don't know, doing something creepy and spooky. And she was one of the previous victims. Mm. 
Um, so I don't know. It's, there's a lot of things that kind of left up in the air, a little bit ambiguous. Yeah, there are. But you can't you can't sort of you know give the audience everything. I guess. Yeah, I you like a bit of ambiguity. Yeah, ambiguity. It's nice because then you can sort of think about it. You know, I wonder if it's this, and I wonder if this connected yeah. to that, and blah blah. I like that actually. It's kind of like it follows. Mm, yeah. Because it follows. I remember when we saw. I was like, nah, I don't know about this, and then we talked about. It, and I'm like, what about this and that and blah yeah. blah. And it got more interesting that way. Yeah, definitely. I think Oculus definitely like you're watching it and you sort of you're taking it all in and it's interesting. But once you go away and you think about it, that's when it becomes more interesting. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Do you know it's based on like a 30 minute short film that director made? Oh, really? I haven't seen it, but apparently it's the same sort of premise. Oh, wow. It's like a dude in a room videotaping this haunted mirror yep. and it's like altering his head i guess and okay. the guy's trying to destroy the mirror or do yep. something like that i haven't watched it yet yeah yeah i kind of want to check it out though it sounds kind of cool that sounds interesting yeah um i kind of like having the backstory though if you just had a movie where was one guy trying to destroy a mirror yeah oh like it's just a short film but yeah it so. couldn't be a full-length feature film at all that's true um i guess anything else you want to say about it Hmm. No, apart from maybe I wonder why there aren't any more mirror, mirror movies, like horror mirror movies, apart from actual mirrors with Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah, that's the only one I thought of. Because I feel like mirrors have movie. such a capacity to scare. Yeah. And and actually in Oculus, it's not even used in that that's way. That's the interesting thing about the movies. Unlike mirrors, mm-hmm. which does use the reflections oculus is simply an object that makes you being in the proximity of yeah. it it's kind of interesting really because you think as soon as you hear like evil mirror movie you think yeah. oh yeah look in the mirror my, yeah, my reflection is gonna jump things. out and grab yeah, me yeah exactly but none of that ever happens yeah it's kind of cool uh considering just how many other things that they just make movie upon movie upon movie of mm. like a well actually i don't i don't really know now that i think about it like um, Wasn't there a Goosebumps story in that book saying. where the evil mirror people or something? There's probably going to be a Friday 13th episode with mirrors, oh, apart from Vanity Mirror, apart from the little one. compact one. That was a good mirror story. <laughs> um, it's Yeah, actually, it's interesting because it's not ever really the mirror and the reflections doing things. Mm. It's more like even in Friday 13th, it's... Mm. The mirror, well, that might be kind of dumb. The mirror makes you fall in love, fall with, in the love with the person holds who holds it. That's stupid. <laughs> but I like that episode anyway. Um, but mirrors are creepy. Yeah. So. What would you give the movie? Um, three and a half. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. We're just the same this week. I know, what's happening? <laughs> we need some more like black and white. Yeah. Conflicting arguments. They're both good movies. I definitely like Oculus a lot more. Yeah. I think the only thing I forget, like, I, I would even be close to giving it a four if wow. it wasn't so flashback heavy. I guess at the okay. end, because I love like the first forty-five minutes is so good. I love it so much. Yeah. Anyway, mm, it is. It's it's definitely solid. I definitely would recommend someone to watch this. Yeah, definitely. Because it it does have those genuinely scary creepy moments yeah. and also the moments that make you think it just it doesn't sort of hand feed things to you yeah exactly um whereas 1408 does that a bit more what hand feeds you yeah yeah it doesn't sort of make you try and think or figure things out yeah there's not many unanswered questions no. by the time it finishes um so that was yeah that was our double feature yeah um it's kind of nice to have the two movies yeah and it was also nice to sort of 
also be able to like um, relate them, like sort of think of the mm. the theme that connects them. Yep. Um, so talking about themes, what's the theme for next episode? What are you to send me? <laughs> Our theme next week yeah, or next, next episode, episode will be... Because um, it's April. I guess it'll be prank movies. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's what we're going to be calling them. Um, so our first one from 1986 yep. is April Fool's Day. Yeah. And our second film, also from 1986, is Slaughter High. Okay, so our theme is prank movies about pranks. Yeah. So April Fool's Day, obviously, because it's based on April Fool's Day, yeah. where you play pranks on people. And then and Slaughter, Slaughter High, is, High a, is about a prank gone wrong. A prank gone wrong. Yeah. Um, I have um, very strong feelings about April Fool's Day, yeah. but uh, a revisit you're not, you're not will be interesting. T- you're not going to tell everyone. They're going to be like well, having to wait for like five weeks. I want to see. If, well, hey, not that one. Um, <laughs> you want to see if your mind changes? Yeah, I want to see how I feel watching I it a second it. time. I doubt it. We'll see. I don't know. But your now that your I... feelings are pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to say I like it. Yeah. So, but it'll say... be interesting because I haven't seen it in a while. We'll see if I still like it as much as I did the yeah. first time I saw it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. Until then, April Fool's Day and Slaughter, what was it? Slaughter High. High. That's right. Cool. Bye. All right. Bye.